Welcome back, guys. This is episode five of Simply Complicated, the podcast. If you have ever let fear derail you, if you have let fear stop you, if you get scared of getting scared, if you experience anxiety, if you want to create a healthy or a healthier relationship with fear, then we are going to lay out the groundwork to do that today. And you know what? Fear is my jam. This topic is something that I've been so excited to get to on the podcast. So let's wrap this introduction up and dive right in. Episode five. Welcome, guys. I am Katie Dean. I am your host. And if you have um, been following along in these worldwide web pages, my places on Instagram and Facebook, or you have the book, you would understand the the depths of the relationship that I have with fear and why I am so passionate about talking about it. And making it less of a scary and, you know, thing that we have to experience. Like the main goal of today's podcast is for us and for me to just plant the seed for you to create a healthier, more compassionate, more encouraging relationship with that big old emotion, fear. Because from like a really young age, right, we're told to be afraid of fear. Like our parents would have used the whole notion that, you know, don't touch the stove, you'll burn yourself. Um, I'm also raising my hand for that. Um, Right now, we've been told that fear is bad. Be cautious of fear. If, you know, it's a, fear's a powerful motivator for our parents to stop us from doing things. And I totally get it. I totally get it. So it's natural for us to grow up thinking that, you know, if we experience fear, then we don't, we don't go towards that. It's natural for us based on, for many of us, the way that we've been raised, that when we experience fear, we back off, but it doesn't have to be that way. So we got a question. Um, I put it forward on Instagram to put like, do you guys have any questions? And one of the questions was how do I get over the fear of having these difficult conversations? And I was like, ding, 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 ding. I am so down for this question. I am all in. So the first step is to start by changing the relationship that we have with fear. So if yours has been a tumultuous one, and I know mine was for many, many years, especially as someone who experiences anxiety, I lived most of my life in a low-level panic. Well, probably from maybe say sort of 16 onwards, 16 to about 27 before I realized that the way that I was feeling is like there was more to it. I realized that I could dig a bit deeper. I started reading, I started understanding, I started checking in. And that is where I started to see the gold that was coming from my fears and the seed that had actually started them you know, when we can reverse engineer our fears and we become a student of our emotions, we start to understand ourselves on a whole 
other level and that's really fluffing cool. So when you start to see fear and all of your emotions as the beautiful messengers they are, you change the way that you respond to it. You Instead of reacting to fear, like if something scares you or you start to feel anxious about it, you immediately want to make that feeling go away, right? Like especially with anxiety, you know, if we start to feel anxious about something and we're really unsure and our brain starts trying to come up with a bazillion different scenarios for any given moment, it's because we no longer feel safe in our present, right? So we start to feel the desire to control the future, which is pretty much the precipice for anxiety. Like that's, that's, that's it. We are either um, worrying about and ruminating on things that happened in the past or we're micromanaging and white knuckling it to try and control and predict the future so that we can feel safe within our present and be prepared for everything that could possibly go wrong. Now, fear is a beautiful thing to have. Like, I, I don't do anything within my life without being a little bit scared first. If something feels too, like, safe and easy and cruisy, especially in a business aspect, I'm out. Like, that's there's no growth there for me. There's, um, there's nowhere to go. It probably, I, it won't give me that sense of accomplishment. And it's like anything, if we want to be brave, right? And like my book, Becoming Brave, we've, we can't be brave unless we've felt a little scared first. And in order to, you know, um, move forward and put ourselves in the path of, of bravery, we've got to allow ourselves to get scared. We've got to put ourselves in the path of our fears and the things that will... Um, give us the biggest growth opportunities and the biggest sense of accomplishment if we want to um, experience life a different way and if we want to turn something that was really scary into something that um, or something that is really scary into something that we've overcome. Now the thing that we're scared of and avoiding are the things that are controlling us whether we like to um, acknowledge that or not. If you're avoiding something, it's controlling you on some way, shape or form. And I don't know about you, but I'm a fluffing rebel. And now that I've seen that and had the relationship and don't worry, I'll talk you through it, um, with how to give myself that gift of self-inquiry. And I've started to understand all of my emotions, but predominantly fear. That was the main one for me. When I started to understand where and why and how it was showing up for me and learn to sit with it, which is oh, hectic. If you say to someone who's having an anxiety attack, just sit with it. It'll pass. They will want to knock you clean out because that's such a hard thing to do. And I don't suggest to anyone who's having a panic attack to just try and meditate or something because that is possibly a recipe for disaster. If that's your jam, then go for it. I would suggest that in the throes of a panic attack, you go with it and you do what you need to do to bring yourself back to center. But when you reach a place where it's things have calmed down, then you can start to follow these next few steps. And all it is is basically... Um, I like to break everything down into three steps. 
and I just when I was writing out the notes um, for this conversation I had like and I love a rhyme because I'm such a wordy so these three words came out and I was just like fork yeah this is exactly how we can remember it and you know if it's got more than three steps like oh it's like and I was saying in the interview with Lauren Aletta the other day like when there's these recipes with just four ingredients they just I just don't know I want to be able to do it I want it to be easy but four is just I don't know anyway so three just feels like a nice sweet spot so the thing is when it comes to fear I want us to learn to respond to it rather than react to it so and like any of our emotions they're just going to flow through they're beautiful like that so instead of going oh I'm scared I'm out you can I want everyone to start and this is the three steps feel it or feeling it dealing with it and healing it see how it rhymes feel it deal it heal it yeah I'm totally into it you can write that down I'll let you we can share it if someone else has come up with that before I don't want to know about it because I was feeling really clever the idea is that by feeling it and becoming aware of it then we're not on autopilot trying to run from it so all our emotions are is a program response that we have to an external thing I'm pretty sure we've spoken about this in one of the other podcasts but I'm going to keep jamming it down and through this microphone until it becomes second nature and we're no longer frightened of feeling the big feels that's like my main goal like forever is that we no longer are a slave to our emotions but a student of them and we can understand them so much more so by feeling it that's just an invitation of awareness um and we don't want to wish it away we don't want to judge it we just want to feel it and experience it and then we deal with it that is giving you an invitation for self-inquiry why is this coming up for me why am I so scared here what's going on what is the thought let's backtrack it let's go there let's tiptoe back you know reverse it on the yellow brick road you know get to the bottom of it and that's the thing it's not just about choosing again I you can do that you totally can just go oh I don't like that I'm going to course correct and think this way that's totally fine but that's going to keep coming up for you until you've got an understanding of why it is that you're feeling a certain way and that could be because perhaps you know if it comes down to like um, you're about to deliver a big speech right but in year six you had to get up and um, deliver a speech and you full choked and the kids laughed at you so from that moment on you have this belief that um, you're shithouse at public speaking when that may not be the case probably and no one is shithouse at public speaking there's people who've practiced it more and there's people who haven't because it's a skill it's not necessarily like a a learned um a natural behavior to just get up and be able to rock a stage there's entire workshops online courses there's groups um called toastmasters and things like that that teach this stuff so so many things that we see externally and think that oh they've just got it so easy they're just so good at that um 
I bet they trained and worked fucking hard to become good at that. So that's what I'm talking about, trailing it back, working out why this belief has come into your existence and why you believe that you need to be frightened or afraid or cautious or wary of something. So deal with why it's coming up, then heal it, heal, meet it with compassion, meet that fear with compassion, and then choose how you wish to move forward. So in terms of that speaking gig that we were just talking about, when you realize that you were just six years old and like you're a rock star for even getting up in the first place, what would you say to your six-year-old self, right? And this is the, the inner child work you hear people speak of. You'd be like, oh, honey, you did a really great job and a really brave thing. Let's just try that again. Let's just be gentle with ourselves until we get to a place where we feel really great about this. What do you say? You run off and play now. I'm going to give this another crack, right? And now every time that fear of public speaking comes up for you and you say that I'm shit at this or those internal thoughts are like, I can't do it or like I'm destined to be whatever for the rest of my life, have the conversation, feel it, deal with it, and now heal it. Simple, right? Or it's really easy. It's like really simple. And we just do it over and over again, as many times as we need until we change the memory, right? That's what all of this is about. It's creating new neural pathways for your belief system. It's creating new emotional memory for what you're capable of. And you're a big, brave, grown adult now, right? I mean, although I still am waiting for the adults to show up. Like, honestly, it blows my mind that I'm a mother of two sometimes. And now I have a podcast. <laughs> um, you know, I still feel like sometimes, like, is someone going to come and tell me how to do this adulting thing? But that's all part of it. Like we can do hard things when we believe that we can. And I know, I know for a fact that every single person listening here has the capacity to be living their best life, to live alongside their fears and to start doing the things that we've been too afraid to do. Because I don't want anyone to get to the end of their days where we're, we're at the nursing home or wherever it is that you'll be hanging out with your homegirls and think I should have done that, right? And get cranky that you didn't do that. So this is the big thing. So now we've got that. In answer to your question, how do I get over the fear of having difficult conversations and actually have them? It is not the absence of fear that is the goal, but a life alongside it is where it's at. I don't, I would hope that we always are a little scared of something. The people, and I heard Elizabeth Gilbert say this as well, people who live without fear are psychotic. We do not want to be not scared of anything. Like, God, it's like the, the posters that are like, live fearless, kick fear in the face. Like, no, that's not what it's about. Like, can you imagine? I hope I'm always slightly nervous about different things, but fear is not going to dictate 
my life. Fear doesn't mean turn and run. Fear can mean lean in and rise. Fear is the question mark. We are the answer. We get to choose what that fear, that anxiety, that worry, that dread means to us. And fear is a really great indicator of where we can heal and what we need to heal and where our belief system is has come a little bit unstuck. Yeah? So we need to get past the idea that we can't do hard things and that hard things aren't worth doing, right? It's okay for us to feel awkward. I'm all about it. Like, honestly, if I can't, like, I want to get awkward. Let's get awkward. Let's have like the really uncomfortable conversations. Let's talk about the things that we're not sure about. You're not meant to have everything figured out and every possible probable um, solution and possibility before you go into battle. And sometimes it's going to feel like a battle because you're so far out of your comfort zone. But comfort zones are great, like if you're on the lounge, but comfort zones are dangerous if you're not, like if you get too comfortable there. It's okay to feel like crazy and unsure. That doesn't mean don't go ahead. That just means like, woo, it's going to get interesting. Like you've got to get okay with being misunderstood. And that comes from starting to believe in yourself and getting clear on what it is that you want, who you are, and you don't allow your sense of self to be put in the hands of anyone else, like ever. Like your sense of self is not dependent on how this conversation goes. Your sense of self is not dependent on how well that speech goes. It's just, you. we don't, I would, I don't want to see anyone put their ability to be a great human pinned on something external these are all just things that we do like I don't know who put the notion out there that we're supposed to feel great all the time but we're just not like you think of every great brave and courageous thing you've ever done in this life I'm pretty sure you would have been like maybe wetting your pants beforehand and it's like I just got asked in, I just actually only responded to this today. I got asked to do a, um, a, uh, an event called the art of letter writing, right? And there's a topic and I think my letter will need to be about a letter to a moment in time that changed everything. And we read that letter out. We write it. I'll be a speaker we write the letter and we read it to an audience and then it's a live Q&A panel. This is happening in August in Newcastle. So if you're around, come along. And I was petrified. Like I don't, I don't generally read my writing out aloud. I certainly don't read a personal letter out aloud. This made me really nervous. Like I'm not, I haven't done that before. That scares me. So that could easily, depending on which way I want to tango with my fear, that could mean don't do that. You're going to feel uncomfortable. Just don't. Just stay safe. Or that could mean, ooh, this is something I'm scared. Why am I scared? Well, this is something that I haven't done before. Like I acknowledge that I'm nervous. I know what that feels like within my body. 
Why dealing with it? Why is it coming up for me? Because I haven't done it. What if I'm really bad at it? What if the audience doesn't get it? What if it's lame? And then choosing how I want to heal and move forward. So what if it is? All I can do is my best. That's cool. I'm not afraid with being awkward. I'm going to walk my talk. So I responded and I said, yes. Doesn't mean that I'm not scared. I am scared. But I don't do life looking for the absence of fear. I want to walk alongside it. And that is why having these hard conversations are not about doing it when you're no longer scared. It's about doing it when you are scared, but understanding why you are and get vulnerable with that and get real with that and get okay with that. Because understanding is not is like a type of knowledge and knowledge is power when it comes to growth and evolution of our consciousness. And that's what it's all about, yeah? A life without fear is never the goal. But a life deciding what that fear means to you is. It's simply complicated like that. I hope you guys like this conversation. You could tell that I would, if like, we could ask questions on this topic all day. I would be in Nirvana. But I hope that it has given you a little food for thought as to your relationship with fear, how you want to progress and how you want to feel moving forward and see if you can start to have those feel it, deal with it, heal it conversations with yourself and see if it changes. By all means, please let me know. If you love this episode, please share, like, subscribe. If you have a girlfriend or a mom or a sister who you think could benefit from this, you have totally, I'm totally okay with you passing it on because that's what it's all about, right? We have these conversations to promote change and hopefully start more conversations, be with your own friends around these things. Get awkward. Let's get awkward and have simply complicated but totally fork and wonderful conversations. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.